Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and see to you all. Welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-Bags podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, my name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the Pillsbury Doughboy, occasionally known as Lewis Rich. Occasionally known as Daddy Fat Sacks. Those are all in my gambling circles. But you guys know me. Sexy Red. Yeah, that's right. Sexy Red Ski. Uh, <laughs> but of course, you guys know me as your mayor. This man is my vice mayor, your Thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. And we have a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about, Jesse. And there's not even any transactions that have happened. We just got a crazy amount to talk about, including Jesse getting into his nerdiest with survey results and data and numbers that he collected from you guys. Yeah, um, but I'm disappointed because Jacob didn't make pie charts. He's so mad about the pie charts. And I really wanted pie the charts. The pie charts was a whole issue, a whole ass issue. But, uh, <laughs> of course, before we get to that, we do have some news that it might appear that Jorge Soler to the Arizona Diamondbacks is becoming a real possibility, Jesse, and I am trying to be okay with it. I'm trying to be okay with it. Still hung up on the my brain. My brain and my heart are two different things. But what do we know (laughs) about Jorge Soler coming to the Diamondbacks potentially? Yeah, yeah. This was uh, Robert Murray. Uh, He does a show every every couple days uh, here on YouTube, and uh, it's called the Baseball Insiders. And on that show, it's about halfway through yesterday. uh, He said that the Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks are uh, teams he's aware of that are involved in Jorge Soler. He talked about the New York Mets. Uh, having been among that group at some point, he did express some doubt about the Mets, given that I think there was some report that they only wanted to spend $10 million more million uh, this offseason, and you wouldn't really expect Jorge Soler to sign for an average annual value lower than that. Um, so yeah, Blue Jays and Diamondbacks are basically the two teams that he mentioned as being involved uh, at this point. I don't know if finalists is necessarily a safe word to use at this point. It's a little bit unclear, uh, but the Diamondbacks clearly have have been involved uh, yeah. in, in conversations for Jorge Soler. And uh, he's not J.D. Martinez. I know a lot of people are, are hoping for him. But we touched yesterday on, on some of the reasons why uh, Jorge Soler uh, would be a good fit for the Diamondbacks yes. in, in a lot of different ways. Yep. Uh, you know, we talked yesterday about how projection systems favor Jorge Soler uh, quite considerably over, over J.D. Martinez. Soler has some defensive flexibility. He can play some outfield for you. He's not a particularly good outfielder. He, in fact, is a quite poor outfielder at this point in his career. Yeah, but um, at least he can play outfield. He can play he outfield. He can occupy yes. the position and he can catch a ball. 
Yes, which I, I would. I think so. I think he could do that. I, you not? It's the jury's still out on if JD Martinez yeah. can still do that or not. So that's definitely JD Martinez hasn't caught, you know been yeah. catching pop flies out there in, in, a, in a long time at this point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if if you had Jorge Soler starting one day a week in the outfield or whatever, it it certainly would not kill you. So. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of reason why this could make sense for the Diamondbacks. We've had some uh, we haven't necessarily known if the Diamondbacks were willing to make the kind of investment that it would take. The team is already around one hundred and forty million dollars in in payroll. Uh, if they sign Jorge Soler, that probably goes up to one hundred and fifty, which is uh, very much uncharted territory uh, for the Diamondbacks, would certainly represent a, a pretty big investment being made from ownership. Two things that uh, causes me to speculate that this move might be happening soon. One is that Robert Murray said on his show that he also uh, that designated hitters would be moved soon. Like this was going to, yeah, this was going to happen soon, and we were going to start seeing the market for designated hitters finally start to to you know kind of dwindle down and, and have some of these free agents find homes. Uh, also, from a source, it sounded like uh, the Diamondbacks might be close to something happening soon. So uh, all signs indicate that this might uh, happen potentially. Uh, here in the next week or so don't know if that's the case but uh, I will put my my personal feelings aside and say uh, Jorge Soler does give you uh, more flexibility obviously than JD Martinez the projections are better and uh, you know uh, his numbers were really good do we have his graphic for his numbers from last year there we go there's his 2023 season we already looked at uh, Soler a number of times as a free agent target for this team as a trade target as whatever they could get to kind of bring him over it really does feel like he would be a great fit uh, to, you know, enhance the power of this team. He averaged 250 last year with a 512 slugging percentage and an 853 OPS, 36 glorious home runs, 75 RBI, <laughs> and a 1.8 WAR. Uh, he also had a lot of injuries, Jesse. A lot of injuries. The man was the man was <laughs> broken in almost every possible way last season. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. Like uh, Fox Sports has this has this uh, injury tab for major league players where they keep track of every every injury report, I guess, that's made. And yeah, if you just look at that report, it has Jorge Soler, like basically every every bone in his body uh, breaking uh, at, at some point during 2023, <laughs> some part of but his body. He also, I think, it, I think it's uh, it, that list. I think overstates it a little bit. He still played 137 games. He was actually quite healthy in 2023 compared to 2022, where he only played about half the season. Uh, dealt with uh, bilateral pelvis inflammation, which who hasn't been there? Uh, every and, single morning. Yeah, every yeah. Derek knows exactly. <laughs> Derek knows all about this. Um, and he also had some back issues in 2022 that kept him out for for considerable time. So he did miss quite a bit of time in 2022. Uh, in 2023, he had a right oblique strain toward the end of the year uh, that kept him out for not all that long. It was it was pretty close to the the minimum ten days there. Um, so yeah, he uh, by and large for Jorge Soler, a guy who hasn't necessarily been on the field super consistently throughout his career he's coming off a, a pretty healthy season gabriel ferrer in the chat says five years 65 million let's get it done hazen is that the neighborhood of what you that's would think a, it that's would take? a lot yeah i don't think Corey soler is gonna get five years uh he's already uh 31 years old at this point he's about to turn 32 so three years yeah i think it'll probably be three or four would be my guess maybe three with with an option of some sort Maybe the Diamondbacks would want to structure it kind of like they did the Lourdes deal where it's a lower dollar value in year one and then it ticks up in in uh, in years two and three. The the 
Splits against lefties and righties, though, are extreme. Yeah, yes. extreme. Yeah, uh, last year, Jorge Soler slashed 277, 393, 688 against lefties. Pretty much, I, I haven't looked this up, but I imagine he's ba- he was basically the best hitter in baseball against left-handed pitching last year. It's hard to do much better than a, a uh, 1080 OPS True. and a 181 WRC+. plus. That's pretty pretty remarkable production from that side. Uh, and then against righties, he was still productive. A 788 OPS, a 110 WRC+. Plus. He certainly would bolster the Diamondbacks against lefties more so than he would against righties. I don't know if, if that... 100% makes sense to me. Uh, we broke down kind of what the Diamondbacks have right now against righties and lefties, and it kind of looks to me that their lineup against lefties is maybe a tick better at this point. Yeah. But Jorge Soler is an upgrade on you know against both righties and lefties, and and would be an asset for the team regardless. So uh, if this deal gets done, it would it would be a, a huge addition to the Diamondbacks lineup for sure. And you just have a, another guy mashing the ball, right? Like you yes. bring in a guy that kind of takes that pressure a little bit off of Christian Walker to be their only power hitter uh, and their power kind of is spread around. I, I think I would prefer the way that they are, you know, in, in regards to the fact that everybody there can kind of hit 20 to 30 home runs somewhere yeah. in that range. Especially and you have, now that you have Suarez in the mix, too. right? They have, D-backs right. have a lot of guys right. who could hit about 20. It's, home runs. it's funny. You bring up a Eugenio Suarez dating back to, I believe 2017, as far as uh, home run hitters, uh, our friend Patrick Lyon said us a thing saying yeah. he would rank sixth. <laughs> Amongst all Diamondbacks and home runs in that time frame, dating back to 2017, uh, something like that. He's uh, he he's he's definitely a guy that that transaction happened. And when we're talking about projections for the Diamondbacks, we don't bring up Gino nearly enough, uh, and and what he can add to this team as far as power already there. But you have him, you have Christian Walker, and then you bring in a guy like Soler. That's a lot of power. You know, you're, there's a chance you could get close to what a hundred dingers out of those three guys, you know, total. And that's, uh, that's, that's incredibly tantalizing uh, when you take a look at this team and what they were able to produce last year in in kind of a small ball role, you know, creating runs, doing it with their legs, doing it by the creating that chaos on the base path. Like (laughs) Jorge Soler doesn't, he doesn't exactly fit like the diamond. He doesn't create chaos (laughs) chaos in the same way that a lot of other guys on this team. Uh, But yeah, if we look at his savant page from 2023, uh, that's certainly a a, a pretty nice thing. A pretty nice thing to look at. There's a whole lot of bread here, Derek. Um, An ex above 374. Pour it in a 64 ounce cup for me. Let me drink it in. Let's go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, this is. uh, It's not. It's not quite as as bright red in certain areas as JD Martinez, but it also is not uh, as bright blue in in certain areas. JD Martinez a little more swing and miss there. But yeah, I look at uh, a 15 percent barrel rate as uh that that's really high yeah uh barrel rate uh for those who may not know think of these as just like the ideal batted balls like yeah. these are the ones that are consistently barrel. going for for doubles and homers and whatnot basically couldn't um, hit it any better than barreling up yeah one. it's it's uh it's 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 good stuff and he was uh 15 there that means that 15 percent of his batted balls were that uh that's in the 91st percentile for reference corbin carroll and Cattell Marte were around eight percent last year uh christian walker i think around 11 percent so Jorge Soler at fifteen percent, he w- he would become by probably a considerable margin the most formidable power hitter on this team. There's something interesting there about his only weakness, which is essentially his whiff rate and his, his strikeout rate. Right? Yeah. His chase percentage is not bad at all. Yeah. Neither is his walk rate at all. So it almost is like like that's something. Some of these things are intangible. Some of these things are just something that. 
guys do well, like like barrel up the ball. But you know, there there's a potential that you know with with some coaching that he could even perhaps make that strikeout rate a little bit better. And you know, of course, you you want him swinging for the fences, so he is going to strike out a lot when you are totally. a power hitter that's swinging for the fences. I will absolutely take that. Uh, and, and considering what the rest of the team does well as far as getting on base and uh, they got a lot of guys that don't strike out quite like that, that it'll it'll be a great combination should they pursue that. Now, uh, it remains to be seen, but hopefully Robert Murray is correct. He also wanted uh, us to know, uh, I think we fall into the category as aggregators here, maybe a little bit. I don't know. We do report on the news, but we also aggregate at a time. Uh, in, in this particular situation, yes. We, yeah, we have to preface this by saying he, he, he said it was the one that made like the most logical sense. So he wasn't really saying he had any insider information, particularly that the Diamondbacks and Toronto Blue Jays are the ones like it just it just like it makes the most sense for what they're pursuing he did and report however that the diamondbacks and the blue jays are, have yeah, been yes, involved yes, in those conversations yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was just he was saying logically based on them being involved in the conversations and their needs that those are the two right now that he feels like have the money uh to get solaire and and the definite interest uh, and the need there right both of those teams yeah. are trying to keep up with what the other teams in their division are doing and are trying to improve themselves the diamondbacks have already done that the Blue Jays maybe not so much and still are looking to do that. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm i excited. I'm excited for that. And I will just say that, uh, again, I joke a lot about J.D. Martinez. I just want the Diamondbacks to <laughs> get somebody of this caliber, really, at the end of the day. Yes. I would be very happy even with Reese Hoskins based on the fact that he could, you know, maybe not have the power that, that someone like Soler has, but still a little bit more consistency and just somebody that can help this offense drive in runs. Uh, when when they kind of fall flat at times, it seems it seems like that uh, right now is that's what they need is that big bat that can kind of give them get them out of that. So it feels um, inevitable that it will happen soon because I'm going on vacation in a few days. And that's our insider information. Yeah, I said yeah. I had an insider earlier. It's Jesse <laughs> saying that he's going to go on a trip to Washington. I will be gone DC. from Saturday to Wednesday, and it is inevitable that News the Diamondbacks will make Saturday a afternoon about the acquisition of a DH and then the press and conference. The press conference will be, will be on Monday, Tuesday, 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 yeah, Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday, whatever it can do uh, to ruin his vacation. <laughs> So, uh, but that's, uh, that is exciting. And hopefully the diamondbacks are part of that talk. And again, even if they aren't the one that get Solaire, even if he does end up with the Toronto blue Jays, uh, JD Martinez is still a very, uh, a, a very nice acquisition and it would still just make me happy. Right. Like, and I only, sometimes I'm selfish. I only care about me. So, uh, <laughs> I, I think I win either way here, but, uh, we appreciate you guys being here right now on the PHNX sports YouTube channel. Of course, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, make sure to do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live, including uh, ASU, which has just become the Territorial Cup fighting show. I don't know what's going on over there. There's a lot of screaming and yelling. We're much more uh, amicable. We'll even welcome uh, people like Maria, our friend who's our favorite Dodgers fan to this show. Fans from other uh, beats, uh, other teams can come watch us as well. Of course, if you're a listener, make sure you subscribe. Uh, we're we thankful for you. We appreciate you guys. Downloads have been great lately, so we do appreciate all of you guys listening. Uh, we also appreciate your reviews. Any five-star reviews definitely help us out, so we thank you uh, for those. Of course, if you, if you are watching right now, make sure to drop a like. That's what Gabby would want you to do. That's what we all want you to do. Uh, and we will, those are our attaboys, and we're never going to be like those Phillies and get mad about attaboys. But uh, what I will tell you is Circle K is a place for you to stop right now when you need to fill up your car uh, and maybe grab yourself some lunch get yourself uh, something to drink you can get down on their inner circle membership 
program for free right now by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. But when you do, you will get 25 cents off per gallon. I know the Circle K right out here is already some of the cheapest gas that you can find anywhere. I think it was like two seventy nine. And then it's you get another amazing. 25 cents yeah. off per gallon for your first five Phillips. You can also uh, sign up for their easy pay and then get another 10 cents off. Stack, stack, stack. Uh, also, you'll get free uh, items in their app like drinks, roller items, which are, you know, a variety of things. Hot dogs, taquitos, all sorts of great things they have at Circle K uh, for free just by being a Circle K member. So join that today. Uh, also, if you want to make some more money, save some more money, you can do so by banking with Desert Financial Credit Union. For more than 84 years, Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. They helped me get started on my home ownership uh, journey, which I'm very thankful for, uh, except times like this where it's very uh, rainy and stormy and I have a lot of stuff to fix. I got a plumber coming to my house today. Oh, it's not great, right? Home ownership sometimes (laughs) is a hassle, but I love my house. I'm so glad I have it, and I don't know what I would do paying some of these crazy uh, rental prices out there. So make sure if you want to get started on your home ownership journey, you can start with Desert Financial. They have checking and savings accounts, loans, credit cards, investment options, and so much more. Join a credit union that is committed to giving back to the community and sharing success with its members. When you open a free checking account right now, you can get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting DesertFinancial.com slash 200. Jesse? You got very nerdy with your hey now. annual 2024. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's an annual survey Fan now. Surveys Fan surveys are not that nerdy. Derek. Oh, come on! Him going over the data oh, was disgusting. It was gross. <laughs> uh, we talked about what him and the baseball savant website when he wasn't here. You guys know about that, but uh, he very much enjoyed asking all of you your thoughts and getting all of that information together. Speaking of aggregating, right? This is what, this is aggregating data. And uh, Jesse really wanted to dig in to see uh, what you, the fans, thought about this team, what they did during the offseason, who your favorite players are, and so much more. Really, Jesse wanted pie charts. Jesse wanted, I wanted pie charts. Pie charts. Yeah. Like yeah. bad. And I didn't get them. He was Look, begging for pie charts, guys. You guys see yes. this guy on the show all the time. Uh, <laughs> maybe the most frustrated he gets is is with me at times. You have no idea the anger, the furor that Jesse, uh, <laughs> the levels of, of anger he gets to over not getting his pie charts. But We should uh, have a quote graphic that says, everybody loves a pie chart. Everybody loves a pie <laughs> chart. And it's just Jesse. Yeah, because he, he said that at one it's point. It's true, Derek. I mean, multiple times. People, right. people love pie in general. And pie charts that just, is true. just beckon memories of the There's some Circle pie K pies right over there. They're not the shape that you're looking for, but now that true. you're talking about pie, I want a pie. Okay, so go ahead. Go <laughs> on with your thing. I'm hungry now. <laughs> All right, so question number one was how many games will the Diamondbacks win in 2024? Damon has a handy graphic here that shows results from said question, and here we are. We got nearly 800 responses to this, so there's uh, there's a there's a wow, decent sample behind go. all of this. Really appreciate everyone who uh, who filled out this yeah, survey. Heck yeah. Um, so yeah, how many games will the Diamondbacks win in 2024? There were six different buckets. We have 1.3% of people choosing 74 or less. Attaboy. 0.6% 75 to 79. Let's 6% go. 80 to 84. 46.1% 85 to 89. 39.6 for 90 to 94. And 6.4% of you are crazy enough to think the Diamondbacks will win 95 or more games in 2024. Those Maybe that's my, not so crazy. Those are my favorite people. Uh, those are my favorite You were probably one of those. I was not. I was, I was okay. the 85 to 89 bucket, which I felt like was fairly reasonable. Sure. What I'm surprised about here is not, not more votes for 80 to 84. You guys are true fans here. 
Like everybody thinks they're going to win 85 games or more pretty much, it seems like. And that's that's cool. I hope yeah. that's the case. I, I hope mean, the Diamondbacks, the Diamondbacks won 84 games last year, right? So if you voted in the 85 to 89 bucket or higher, you're, you are expecting the Diamondbacks to win more games in 2024 than 2023. And over 90% of you were, were in that category. And, and I, I can understand that for sure. I just expected more naysayers. I expected, expected more negativity. Uh, Thunderbolt, where's Thunderbolt? Is Thunderbolt in there? Thunderbolt <laughs> has to be in the in the seventy to seventy four. As range. long as Tori's the manager, yeah, <laughs> this team's cooked as far as he's concerned. Well, what we will we, we will get to people's thoughts on Tori uh, here here in oh. uh, here in a moment. But uh, our next question was, who is your favorite current Diamondbacks player? Uh, and this was also a fun one. Obviously, I expected Corbin Carroll to be number one. That was, in fact, the case. Uh, but there were a lot of other guys getting votes. Uh, Corbin was number one at 37.7%. Gabby Moreno uh, coming in <laughs> at number two, 14.9% of the vote. Then it that was Patel at 11.9%. Alec Thomas comes in fourth here at 8.9%. Zach Gallen at fifth, 6.6%. And then we had over 150 votes for other players as well. Uh, that took up 20% of, uh, of this question. That is interesting. It's interesting to me. Uh, Gabriel Moreno, no surprise. I'm surprised that Lourdes didn't have enough votes to make really an impact on this. I have the full, I have the full list here in front of me. Um, Lourdes was seventh. Christian Walker came after Gallen at six. Lourdes was seventh with 3.4% of the vote. Then it goes Kevin Ginkle, Merrill Kelly, Geraldo Perdomo. That's your top 10 right there. You got two essentially rookies leading the way as far as who are the Diamondbacks' best players yeah. or favorite players. Favorite, Diamondbacks yeah, favorite fans' players. Uh, favorite players. How many uh, Jerry P guys are there? Uh, we have uh, 17 votes for Geraldo Perdomo, 2.3%. Other the Jerry, other the Jerry P brigade. Other players receiving multiple votes: Jake McCarthy, Brandon Fott, Joe Mantiply, Paul Seawald, Tommy Henry, Dre Jameson, Ryan Nelson, and Paven Smith. What about Christian Joe Walker? Mantiply? Christian Walker. I said him earlier. He was, was he? sixth. He that's was right the, behind Zach. Gallen. That's the Bang Bang Gang right there. That's the, the yeah. Christian Walker fans are the Bang Bang Gang. I'm sorry. Who on earth said Joe Mantiply was their favorite <laughs> Diamondbacks player? His family? Maybe. Maybe. It was I, Joe I respect himself. it. I respect it. Um, we also had one vote. For for uh, for Jordan Lawler and one vote for Joe Mather, which uh, that one I haven't quite figured out what happened there. Who but that? <laughs> that's got to be Don's bread. No, he voted for Pavin for sure. The question specifically Pavin. says favorite player. Yep. I probably should have thrown out uh, the vote for Joe Mather entirely. But um, but yeah, someone someone's a big big Joe Mather big Joe fan. Mather fan. So it's, I, that has to be Joe Mather I, uh, himself. I, I respect it. Uh, our oh, next yeah. question was, how would you grade the Diamondbacks offseason? Certainly expecting pretty positive feedback here. Um, D and F were, in fact, options, although no one picked either of them, which I was not surprised right. by. Uh, so we have 39.7% of you saying A, 55.9% giving the Diamondbacks a B, and then 4.1% C. Derek, any surprises here? No surprises. No surprises, though. I think is is Jacob over here patting himself on the back for his graphics? Because I'd like to point out that <laughs> as we get to some of these, uh, the highlighted number makes zero sense. <laughs> at, one, at one point, it was the best thing or the one that got the most. But then he just went rogue at one point and started making random things. So he, I don't know how much patting on his back he should be doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that is a very solid mix. I think I think B is is a good grade. That's probably where where I voted at. You know, like you can't say it's perfect because sure. they didn't get everything done. But you get that DH done, and we might be talking about an A for sure. And and again, yeah. it's 
it's uh, just exciting for them to have built enough on the team that went the world Ser- to the World Series for fans to be uh, this excited about the moves they made during the offseason, right? It really shows that they're building uh, and and that fans are excited about what they're building. Yeah, I'd be I'd be really curious if the Diamondbacks do sign a Jorge Soler, a J.D. Martinez, a Reese Hoskins. I would love to put this poll out maybe just on Twitter and see what the results are. I imagine that we'd get like 70 plus percent of people giving the Diamondbacks an A for the offseason at yeah. that point. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know realistically what what more you were you were really looking for uh, along those lines. Our next question, uh, which free agent hitter do you want the Diamondbacks to sign most? Uh, no JD surprises Martinez. here. J.D. Martinez is at the top of the list. Uh, 61.3% of people said J.D. Martinez. Jorge Soler, uh, who we just talked about at 19.6%. Reese Hoskins in third place there at 7.3%. Justin Turner at 5.4%. And then we had just over 6% of people uh, select someone else. This reminds me of when I watch a reality show and it's down to the final four people. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with three out of these four winning. So that means the one I hate is going to win it. And that's why Justin Turner is going to be our next DH. How dare you? <laughs> I don't want that, Damon. I don't want it. I don't want it. But I'm just saying that's the way that things work out for me. Uh, JD Martinez, that's an overwhelming amount for him. I'm actually surprised about that because I do feel like from what I've seen from a lot of people, their response is that uh, they, they, they're they leaning towards Solaire. I think they like Or at the least they're like very happy with Solaire. Oh, too. yeah. No, I yeah. think, again, I think people would probably be happy. Once again, when you talk about that grade and how getting a DH would impact it, I feel like any of those four would would impact it enough for Diamondbacks fans to feel like they got an A uh, during the offseason. But I, I know that people probably aren't nearly as excited about Justin Turner as they are about those other three choices. Yeah. Which really, it's just about the team getting better. And Justin Turner does, in fact, make this team better. It's just really about, you know, what what he's going to cost in, re, in relation to what those other guys are going to cost. And uh, I, would ra- I, w- I would rather have one of those other guys. We had several write-ins for Cody Bellinger. Uh, there were probably three or four Hometown of those. Um, Why not? Uh, let's see what else there was in here. Uh, someone said trade for Josh Naylor, uh, which the question specifically says free uh, free agent hitter. Can't but, follow you know, the rules. You some people rules. some people can't follow Does the rules, but uh, not really. Okay, yeah, that, that really that we'll really throw shouldn't that count. Out. Sorry, uh, we probably should have thrown that out, but not a totally unreasonable suggestion. We may talk about Josh Naylor at some point on the show, <laughs> even though I don't expect that to happen. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on to our next question, uh, which was the aforementioned, how do you feel about the job that Tori Lovello has done as Diamondbacks manager? Certainly uh, strong approval ratings here, Derek. No surprises. Uh, 53.6% approve, 33.8% strongly approve. So that's almost 90%. Uh, you know, with with pretty positive feedback there for Tori Lovello. We did have 10.1% neutral, 1.9% said they disapprove, and 0.6% said they strongly disapprove. How do you uh, strongly disapprove? That I don't know. How do you strongly <laughs> disapprove? Again, that's got to be Thunderbolt. That's I think, Thunderbolt that's, I think that's probably like three or four people and there are many I mean, we, we, we do get that right like we get some and i'll i'll say it i'll take the strong stance and say it's a ridiculous response when i see people saying fire lavolo you know like as if he's the direct reason why like i know tori lavolo does not manage this team in the way that people like all the time but tori lavolo knows exactly what he's doing when he manages 
during a 162 game season he knows how much rest guys need he knows what he needs to do uh no he's not sitting guys when they're hot on purpose just to piss all of us off he really does have a <laughs> method to his madness and actually it's usually road mapped out so far ahead of time that that's the reason why he sticks to it regardless of how people are doing you know he tends to be like all right i'm gonna pencil you in after you know 50 games you're gonna have a day off or something like that and that is you know what he's gonna stick to but Tori's just a wonderful manager, and I, I don't know how you could disapprove, strongly disapprove especially, sure. of what he was able to do with this team uh, in two of the seasons that he's been here as a manager. The way he has led this team, the way that he kind of gets these scrappy underdogs to be uh, so, uh, you know, the team that overcomes and achieves, and even if they don't ultimately win the World Series, which is the end goal, that is, the, that, that is what you're supposed to do. You, you still have to applaud what he's been able to do given the roster he's uh, been been given over the years and the way that yeah. he's been able to lead this team uh, to especially the the mountaintop that they that they got to last year that nobody expected them to get to. Would you guess that the approval ratings for Mike Hazen are better or worse? Than I would guess better. You are you are correct. Okay. Uh, I mean, still very positive. Like Tories were very positive, but yeah, if we look at the. Uh, this question about Mike Hazen, how do you feel about the job that Mike Hazen has done in his seven years as Diamondbacks general manager? Uh, very positive here as well. Strongly approve up to 48.3% here. Approve 45.3%. This makes sense. Um, and then neutral 5.9%, disapprove 0.5%, and not a single person said they strongly disapprove here. I get, like, this is what I expected to see more for Tory, but I understand it because Tory's maneuvers day in, day out, they get scrutinized and sometimes you can get yes. it stuck in your head after a stretch that you really do think he's a bad manager and that's how you view him whether the team does well or doesn't do well right but you got to you know i think the the perception with the arizona diamondbacks is that they have no money at all right and mike hazen is like a chef that can make you know just this amazing meal out of nothing i went on and on to you about the fact that I went to a place the other night, Jesse, I'm not going to give away a free ad because I know Max would kill me for that, <laughs> but they used a hamburger, a fried hamburger bun as a dessert. They put sugar and, and cinnamon on it. They added some Nutella on top. They put a little orange zest, a little sea salt, a little, uh, a fried cherry, hamburger bun? cherry, like compote on top. Yeah. They elevated the shit out of a fried hamburger bun. And again, it's what you can do sometimes with the ingredients that you're given. Mike Hazen is not necessarily given this huge budget to go out there and get the best talent that money can buy. However, he has been backed like they like he was able to put together a roster good enough to do what they did last year. And now that they yeah. have seen what he has done, it feels like they are giving him, they are empowering him this offseason with those finances that we've kind of been dying to see him put out there to to go out there and make this team better and try to replicate what they did last year i'll just say though at times yeah. teams spend money just to spend money right and it's like you you can't just always be happy that your team's spending money when they're spending it the way like the mets did and it ends up being a complete disaster right so sure you, you got to give credit where credit is due and mike hazen doesn't have that kind of budget yet he is still able to do uh bring this team you know together so it's it's been impressive yeah, I feel like both. I mean, both the questions about Tori and Mike. There, there's a ton of recency bias in this, right? I mean, of course. It, it all depends on when you ask these questions. I would take a off, bullet for both of these coming, guys right coming now. Coming off of run to the World <laughs> Series, 
I'm not at all surprised uh, that, you know, the ratings here are as positive as they were. If the D-backs, you know, have two bad weeks to start the season or something and we yeah. take this poll again, I'm not taking the, the, the numbers probably <laughs> tank. That, yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll see how this evolves over time. But the next one is which player do you want the Diamondbacks to extend the most? Uh, everyone thinks it's going to be Zach Gallen. And yes, it is Zach Gallen. Of course. Uh, came, uh, came out on top <laughs> here. Gallon at 53.9%. Uh, Gabby Moreno, though, uh, in second place at 26.8%, yeah. which yeah. was higher than I expected it to be. Definitely. Uh, Christian Walker in third at 11.8%. Merrill Kelly, who has a couple more years of, uh, of uh, time with the Diamondbacks before he hits free agency. He's in fourth at 6.5%. Um, and then in the other category, we had, we had 1% there as well. Yep, absolutely. And Gabriel Moreno, again, that, uh, that just shows how people are not only in love with these young players that they they've they become huge fans of theirs but you know that's a priority like keeping that young core together like feels like it's becoming more of a priority than even you know it, keeping someone like christian walker around and now that might also be recency bias as well because i know that a lot of people uh were kind of upset with walker's play during the postseason and really felt like he was you know that that piece that was missing uh during the the world series but I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, again, all of those guys are very important. It would be just great. It would be great to see them pull a Braves move and just yeah. extend every one of those guys on that list. Merrill Kelly's interesting, though, because I don't feel like we talk about him enough. And I don't know, like, even if Merrill Kelly was to be extended, how long you're going out yeah. on Merrill Kelly considering his age. It's a good point. Yeah, Merrill Kelly right now... Um, 34 year 35 years old um he turned 35 in october so, he'll so be 37 at the end of his current so he contract. would be 37 at the end yeah and it's do you do you want to extend merrill kelly through age 39 age 40 i you know that there's not i would be kind of surprised if the diamondbacks wanted to do that at this point i could maybe see next off season if if i mean if he just if he gets cy young votes in 2024 as another fantastic season yeah maybe entering next off season you're like hey we're gonna not only pick up the club option for 25 but we want to sign you for 2026 as well I, I could maybe see them tacking on one more year but yeah you're not talking about like a four or five year deal yeah with merrill kelly at this point elise asked who were the other one percent which is kind of interesting there were a few write-ins here uh someone wrote in alec thomas uh kevin ginkle was mentioned Geraldo perdomo uh, Paul Seawalt also mentioned here, as well as Jordan Lawler. Uh, Jordan Lawler would be, you know, uh, obviously bullish to extend him at this point. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen we've seen teams sign big <laughs> extensions to guys that they haven't even seen at all in the majors. Uh, the, the Brewers, of course, just, they want just that, did that with Jackson Cherry. They want that Corbin Carroll move. They want to do it before yeah. he breaks out, so that it doesn't end up be end up costing them way more money. I'm, Corbin I'm feels that. a little bit more of a can't miss guy than Jordan Lawler that does, though. I think there's some truth to that. I I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't have thought that when Corbin Carroll got drafted, honestly, like I did. But that was more throughout the minors. Like it just felt like that guy was like a superstar in the making, especially his call up last, like the year before, like he 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 hit pretty well. He literally sped through the minors faster than any human being I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. And and so I'm saying that he's on a different planet. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, because you're you're saying the the, the speed in which he made it to the majors when he's here already, it's like, yo, 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 we need to sign this guy. I mean, Jordan Lawler, Jordan Lawler, Lawler made it to the majors at a younger age. I mean, Jordan Lawler is still younger now than true. Corbin Carroll was when he made his big league debut. It, it was in part due to necessity of a like bit. cutting Nick Ahmed yeah. rather yeah. than whereas, whereas necessity Corbin. of like trying to, yeah, trying to find some answer at shortstop against lefties. Um, 
yes. I, I don't know if Jordan Lawler gets that call up in, in other in other scenarios. But uh, yeah, Paul Seawald, uh, I think that's a reasonable suggestion. I mean, Seawald yeah, only has that. one more year and uh, the Diamondbacks don't have a closer beyond 2024 at this point. There are certainly you could talk about Kevin Ginkle moving into that role for Kevin sure. Ginkle. But uh, yeah, there aren't any uh, super clear answers in that regard at this point. So uh, I thought that was a reasonable suggestion. Ginkle mania sure. runs wild. Uh, our next one is where do you want the Diamondbacks to play long term? Um, this, of course, I'm guessing Henderson, Nevada got zero votes. Yeah, Henderson, Nevada did okay. not get any votes. Uh, I don't excellent. think I had another category. I forced people to choose Good. between renovated Chase Field or another stadium in the Phoenix uh, metro area. They said they're not leaving Maricopa County, right? Like, yeah, I didn't even feel the need to put in something about Nevada or whatever, because the Diamondbacks have said that's not happening and that wouldn't get any votes anyway. Um, so yeah, renovated Chase Field, 80.3% of people said that they want the team to stay at Chase Field and just fix it up over time. Uh, the other 19.7% said they want a new stadium somewhere in the Phoenix metro area. I'm going to give you one reason why I think it's important to keep Chase Field is the history and the fact that we in this town don't often have things that have stuck around for a while. You know what I mean? Like all of our classic places here in town get demolished and replaced by something new you know there's all these memories we have all these like oh come visit metro center and do a car drive around it for the last time or like just staples of the valley when you go to yeah. other cities there are restaurants and buildings and places and and stadiums that have been around for 50 60 70 80 years and they're like a staple of that city and like we don't really have a lot of that here i think that's that fair it's important to keep chase field you know as a relevant you know sports facility here in town for multiple reasons i feel like it's still the most cost effective renovating that place is not 100%. going to cost you more money than building a goddamn new 1.5 billion dollar stadium somewhere else i just think that uh, you know, again, it's it's one of those things that is part of our history now. I mean, that's the reason why I felt like it was important for the them to do what they did to to America West Arena, which I'm going to call it that oh uh, and make it into whatever the hell it is now. Footprint Center. But like, I, I love that it's still that building. I've gone to that building uh, my entire life, my entire life. I've attended you know, shows in that building. And I didn't want it to go the way of Veterans Memorial Coliseum, where it's just this sure. thing that's there that nobody goes to anymore. I, I like, <laughs> I mean, taking down Chase Field would be quite an ordeal. No, but they <laughs> I would, have a feeling that it bro, will stay there for a long the time. The stuff they're doing no downtown. what the Diamondbacks hell do. Hell no. They would smash <laughs> that thing and make it into high rise, uh, you know, high rise apartments be, in no time. You think it'd be a high rise uh, apartment? It would be something. It would be two. some sort of thing <laughs> where they could really juice as much money out of a, a centralized location like that in downtown phoenix as possible it'd probably be some sort of combo of office space and and, and apartments or something yeah. but you know again it's it's like i i i love the renovations that they did with the footprint center as well and i felt like that was something that made me realize like you can do this you can take chase field you can change it you can make some cool party deck areas change some of the seating make some of the suites different and make it an alluring draw for people to want to come to. But most importantly, make it more alluring for the common person to attend baseball games. You know, again, yeah. like standing room only seats where there's actually places to stand where you're not going to get yelled at by an usher for being there and, and things like that is is what people want. They want to be able to attend these games cheap. I think that, you know, ballpark pass is a huge step in the right direction. Um, but like, again, we weren't huge fans of them making FanFest an exclusive thing for season ticket holders we do have something to talk about though in regards to that but 
uh, again, this is uh, th this building is just very important. I want them to stay there, just like eighty plus percent of the people voted yeah. wanted them and to stay it there. Certainly, sounds like that's the way things are trending. When we talked with Ken Kendrick just uh, about a month ago, now uh, he said that things are trending in that direction. That is the most likely outcome. Uh, so, uh, book is not entirely closed on that yet. We'll we'll still have to wait Hell and yeah. see when the Diamondbacks make a more official announcement. But uh, yeah, Connor says it's that's, an airplane. That's my mantra it's too. An it's an airplane hanger, but it's our airplane. It's our airplane hanger. It might be an ugly building, but it's our ugly building. <laughs> there are some it. things that renovating Chase Field would not fix, and yeah. getting rid of the airplane <laughs> hangar vibe would be uh, difficult, I think. Uh, but yeah, there are things that you could do to that building that would make it just a substantially better place. Lean to into the airplane hangar vibe, Jesse. Just have a helicopter come through the <laughs> roof, straight right down on the center field, and drop <laughs> off like the like you know. I don't know, Randy Johnson to throw out the first pitch on opening day. That would be fucking incredible. That'd be incredible. There you go. Uh, all right. We've got two more. Uh, next one. How confident are you in the Diamondbacks overall direction? I was hesitant to even include this one because, duh, people are probably pretty confident <laughs> after the team was just in the you World Series. Idiot. Uh, yeah, we had 65.1% say very confident, 34% somewhat confident, 0.8% unsure. And not a single vote for not very confident or not confident at all. I don't know how you couldn't be confident in the D-backs overall direction. Uh, we we knew this team was, you know, a team they're building towards in the future. We couldn't have expected them to do what they did last year and be there as early as they were. And it feels like the team is all in on improving, like I said earlier. And the moves are good too, you know, like the, everybody feels good about those offseason moves. So, I mean, it's hard not to be confident when this team has, a, has developed a young core that is playing really good baseball right now. And they went into this offseason and made some really key additions to the weaknesses of this team. Starting pitching was good, but they just didn't have enough of it. And that third base situation was a goddamn nightmare, you know, so it was like to now have a guy that started all 162 games for the Seattle Mariners at third base or played at least all 162 games. I'm not sure if he started all at third, but a, a guy that played uh, that much over there and, and able to handle, you know, the hot corner like that. It just feels like this team yeah. is definitely moving in, in a better direction. And again, how is how, what what better direction can you go than? you know, appearing in the World Series last year, you know. I'm really curious what this would have looked like if the Diamondbacks had like narrowly missed the playoffs or or just, you know, question. made it in the first round and then and then bowed out after that. I feel like the difference would be pretty significant. I, I do think there's quite you, a bit. You think of, so? I think there's quite a bit of recency bias going into this. But yeah, it. I mean, the I question they didn't is make the playoffs. It might have been different. But if they made the playoffs, I don't feel like anybody would have been upset that they lost to the Brewers. It would have been a bit disappointing. You know, you would right. say like, here we go again, getting into the playoffs, but not being able to do anything, you know? Yeah. And the question is, how confident are you in the team's overall direction? It's not like, you know, do you think the team is going right. to make the playoffs next year or whatever? Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I understand pretty much everyone being confident in the team's overall direction. Obviously, the Diamondbacks are trying to you know, build up a young core of players that can be here for a long time. And uh, there's a lot of things to like about the team's uh, direction in, in the bigger picture. So, yeah, the fact that more than 99% of people said they were somewhat confident or very confident, no huge surprises there. Uh, the last question is kind of a fun one and an outrageous one. Uh, will the Diamondbacks win the World Series in the next 10 years? Obviously, they got very close in 2023, weren't quite able to pull it out. 83.5%. Derek, say that the Diamondbacks are going to bring a Wolf. title to the Valley in the next decade. Just one? 
That's it. <laughs> I voted for three. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's it's it's hard not to feel that way. How do you expect me not to feel this way? How did you not expect me to feel the Suns were going to go back the next year after they were in the finals against the Bucks and win the win win the championship? Uh, how do you expect me not to feel that way? It, sure, it didn't happen, but I still feel that way, and I still feel that way about this year's team after watching their comeback last night. But again, this isn't a Sun show as much as I want it to be. It's a Diamondback <laughs> show, and I agree with this very much. I do think that the Diamondbacks will win the World Series in the next ten years. I will say this: I, I say this confidently. I think that they, at the very least, will appear in more than one World Series in the next 10 years. Wow. Two or more. Wow. I'm, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm delusional, Jesse. You know that. Yeah, I had a feeling that after the team got to the World Series in 2023, that people would get a little greedy on this. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't quite see it going as high as, as about 84% <laughs> of people. But, I mean, a 10 years is a fairly long time. A lot can happen in 10 years, both, both good and bad, right? Uh, on average, a baseball team, the chance that a, that a given MLB team will win the World Series in a 10-year span is about a third. Uh, just like mathematically, like if all the teams were equally talented and, and whatever. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not a totally outrageous thing. Um, but I mean, the reality is, and we talked about this a lot after the world series, once you, once you get to that spot and you're not able to get over the hump and win the thing, it's really hard to get back to that spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even if the diamondbacks in 2024 do win 96 games or whatever, right. A whole lot of things can go right. Still and you still the in the postseason, yeah. like maybe you get through the first round and then you hit a roadblock and you can't, you know, you can't find your way into the NLCS or whatever. Maybe, so maybe they're undone by their own, you know, hoisted by their own petard, if you will. Next year, maybe they have a good regular season and then some, upstart team that barely makes it in gets hot at the end and and you know sweeps them or whatever the diamondbacks did that exact thing and it's yeah. the flaw of the playoffs but yeah it's too random it's too it's, it's not like random. other sports where you can you can feel like a team is set to be like a contender for a number like of years. Like the Suns are title contenders, and it almost right. doesn't matter what happens in the. I mean, they need to put they themselves. They need to make the playoffs. They need to playoffs. make the playoffs, but yeah. after that, the Suns are like yeah, exactly. they're, they're okay. They can win the thing. The D backs, it's it's yeah, it's different and it's different in baseball. The the field is is large and uh, it's not as top heavy. You know, if you have a few star players, that doesn't do for you in baseball what it what Correct. it does in other sports the good thing about the experience that these young guys got this particular year is seeing that sometimes things aren't going to go right sometimes you're going to have your ups and downs during the season you're going to have your july's and then sure. all you got to do is make <laughs> well, the playoffs. hopefully for the diamondbacks they don't ever they never have, have a, ju a july again <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying right you know you can see that like uh just like in life just like as a hitter right like you're going to go through your struggles and you're going to bounce back but you got to keep a certain mindset because it's part of the game and i think them experiencing the fact that they just got in to the playoffs but were still able to make that magic happen during that run it's it, it's just something that will stick with them that like hey guys as long as we can make it in as long as we can get there uh anything can happen and that's a good attitude to have uh but like usually you're you're seeing that from like an outside perspective. You don't get the chance to experience it yourself and be like, hey, remember, remember what we did? Like we can do that again. Right. So like it it feels like whenever they kind of need that that experience of making a run and, and just getting to the playoffs and allowing that anything hap can happen factor uh, is that that they've done it. That that's a very uh, that instills a lot of confidence in you. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, this was exciting. I love these results, and I'm very excited about the way that Diamondbacks fans feel about this team 
next year. You know, it, it's that's something that's exciting. Hopefully we'll see the fans support this team because that's the key ingredient that's missing right now is that fan support uh, out at games. But I will tell you, we are doing our takeover event out at the pool in July. Speaking of Julys, we're going to make this July a lot better by having our takeover at the pool. So, of course, if you are a diehard member, you will get a discount on joining us at the pool. If you are not a diehard member, join us now over at gophnx.com. You will get a free T-shirt of your choice over at the phnxlocker.com, but you also get discounts on events like that takeover. You also get all access to all of our content, all of Jesse's articles. You get access to our Discord lounge where we are doing some exclusive diehard-only content, including Squeeze Play, our fun game show that we are doing with diehards, and uh, of course, city council meetings where can I'm I play? Gonna fix all of your problems. Um, do you need mm. more contestants? I know Cogs is one. Cogs is already secured. Yeah, it's going to be three contestants per episode. Winner will win a PHNX shirt of their choice. So uh, I that's want a, a PHNX great shirt. You don't get to participate. I want for to that play. Exact reason. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, I might throw Elizabeth in there because she said she's camera shy. I know she said that earlier, and she's also. Uh, said earlier, the flaw of Jesse's survey is that he did not ask what color we th- we should dye or we think Derek should dye his hair. Now, I like my hair actually being on my head instead of in my sink. So can That's we not boring, Derek? Can we not Come dye on. my hair blonde? Anymore? Hair on your head is overrated. Oh, Everyone knows it's so this. traumatic to my scalp. Um, of course, there's there's all these are good reasons to be a diehard. But of course, uh, if if you haven't signed up yet, make sure to do so. Go sign up at gophnx.com. You'll also get uh, discounts with our partners. So uh, join join our family today. Uh, another great place, another friend of ours is our friends over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Uh, and it is a great time for a staycation. Of course, uh, it is for us because we are about to go back to full-time work where we are going to be very, very busy. Not that to say this isn't a full-time job, but you get it. We hang out here in the office. Uh, we give Damon crap about his you know entire university falling apart uh we have fun here basically is what i'm saying but uh sometimes you need a break and of course we don't have a lot of time to take uh vacations before the regular season is here so we are going to check out gila river resorts and casinos and you can too they offer an authentic and immersive uh, experience and it is a great place for a staycation or a night out with your friends uh, it has an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement you won't find anywhere else and their uh, state-of-the-art gaming floor has it all with over 800 slot machines 15 blackjack tables live gaming tables and of course the biggest uh, lar- Arizona's largest uh, casino sports book. So make sure to check them out. Head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what the next level is all about. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit play at Gila.com for more details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, and also, another fun way to make sports even more fun is with our friends at BetMGM. You can make some money at Gila River and you can make some money at BetMGM. Download the Sportsbook app now or go to uh, visit BetMGM.com and sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. 
when you do using our promo code of PHNX, you will get $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your first wager. All you have to do is place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Again, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code of PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the Sportsbook mobile application for at least $5. You will receive $150 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Dame and talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem call 100 Gambler. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-991-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Announced that he was leaving. Puerto Rico. You missed that one because you're so busy talking about Damon. And Damon's disclaimer is so fast. We don't have time to talk <laughs> while our microphones are muted. Uh, but Jesse has things he wants to talk about that I have no interest in. Uh, and of course, that's the Dodgers. <laughs> Jesse wants to discuss the Dodgers uh, signing James Paxton to give them a little bit of uh, depth there. And uh, they signed Paxton to a one year, $12 million deal plus incentives. Uh, his fan graphs. Had him projected at one year, $8 million, so of course the Dodgers overpay to get him. But uh, he was not very, very bad in his last 16 starts last year, Jesse. Well, it was first 16 starts. Oh, it was first 16. Really I'm sorry. Was, uh, yeah, his that's last, right. His last, last, the way he ended the season. Last 16 is where he struggled. Not so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his first 16 starts in 2023, Paxton was 7-3 and three with a 3-3-4 ERA. Uh, very good strikeout rate, very good walk rate, 1.14 whip. He was a good pitcher in the first half for the Boston Red Sox. We talked about him on this show as a potential target for the Diamondbacks in the second half of the season. Turns out it was good that the Diamondbacks did not trade for James Paxton. And uh, it worked out for other teams uh, like the Dodgers that were reportedly interested in Paxton at the time. The Red Sox probably should have traded uh, him and gotten some sort of value. Uh, but he wound up having a, a really rough second half, finished the year with a 4-5-0 ERA. But... Yeah, this basically rounds out the Dodgers rotation, uh, the, fi- the final move of their rotation. They've they've certainly done you know, a lot in that regard. Uh, <laughs> I actually think this is it. I actually yeah. think that it's going to be... Because if they pick up anybody else, what are they going to do with the other starters? Yeah, there's actually... There wouldn't actually yeah. be room for that person anymore. Uh, so yeah, Yamamoto, Glasnow, Bueller, Bobby Miller, James Paxton is on paper how the Dodgers would line up uh, to start the season. They also have Emmett Sheehan, and Ryan Yarborough, Gavin Stone among their options available. That doesn't for depth. scare me. None of that scares me. I'm I think it's a little me. outrageous if that doesn't scare you, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I guess I'm, I'm glad for your optimism. Like yeah, no, uh, some of our survey no, respondents, it's not great. It's not great. That's definitely not great. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's what we have to deal with. And you know, again, then, then what we have to deal with after that is that uh, James Paxton's replacement is Shohei Otani in that starting rotation. Correct. So yes, that's yeah. not it's not far away. <laughs> Walker Bueller is. Uh, uh, it is slated to become a free agent after 2024, so theoretically he would slide out. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, I guess there's maybe a chance that the Dodgers still bring back Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, Ryan Page would, asked, uh, does this mean their Kershaw, Kershaw era is over? Yeah, uh, it definitely I, means his ERA is over. <laughs> That's the it's era. Uh, anyway, uh, I will say that <laughs> there is definitely uh, some value in like maybe the Atlanta Braves picking up Kershaw just to – just to just to spite the Dodgers, just to hurt the, them. The, I've been saying this. Yeah. Like I feel like you, you could get him at probably a decent price. Yeah, one I year mean, he's deal. only gonna he's only gonna pitch for you know about two three months probably. He was great playoffs. before he got hurt last year. Yeah, great. 
yeah, he was still very, still very productive. It was like 24 starts of a sub three ERA. Uh, his FIP was quite a bit higher than his ERA, but he's Clayton Kershaw, and that mm-hmm. just feels like it doesn't really matter at this point. Shut him down um, in the postseason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's strictly, just a regular season. He's strictly like, yeah. a, I mean, he's he's just had like a pretty significant shoulder procedure. Yeah. So if you're yeah. shutting him down in the playoffs. He's basically like an August and September pitcher. Like you're, that's you're getting like eight him. weeks. That's what, Clayton Kershaw. That's what at that we point. We're getting eight weeks of a Cy Young level pitcher, mm-hmm. and then we're shutting him down. And then he gets he gives everybody in the rotation a little bit of a break. Everybody can kind of rest a little bit. <laughs> It and then the get bullpen, ready for the playoffs. He's giving you six, seven innings. The bullpen's getting a nice rest. Yeah. I do. I, ju- I just want to hurt Dodgers fans. That's all I want to do. I, I think I, the Paxton thing is interesting um, because, yeah, you look at you look at his ERA from last year and um, where he ended the season was not good. I mentioned he, he struggled in the second half. When healthy, James Paxton is still, I think, one of the better pitchers out there. Um, I thought about James Paxton as an option for the Diamondbacks before they made the Eduardo Rodriguez yep. move. He's not reliable innings, really, at this stage in his career. There are some real durability concerns there. But, but man, still, when he's right, he's throwing 97 miles an hour 3. from the left side. 3.34 ERA, a 3.69 uh, expected FIP, uh, 26.3% strikeout rate. Like, these numbers are incredible. Yeah, his first half was was very, very good in 2023. And we all know what happens when uh, when pitchers or, or players who are perceived to be washed sign with the Dodgers. Uh, they tend to be not washed anymore. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with uh, with James Paxton. In Stay LA. tuned for that. He'll probably <laughs> be the best pitcher in that starting rotation. Um, well, we do have news about maybe a potential replacement, uh, not for Shohei Otani, but a replacement <laughs> for FanFest because it would appear that this Saturday the Arizona Diamondbacks are, are holding uh, the Serpientes Fiesta at Chase Field. Uh, and this fiesta is open to the public. Uh, and of course, it's absolutely free, right, Jesse? It is not free. Oh, my no, God. Not free. <laughs> oh uh, my tickets God. are $20. VIP is $75. What do I get for VIP? An actual Serpiente? I'm not entirely sure that what has you to get come for VIP. with a Madison Bumgarner Serpiente jersey for free, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're uh, getting they, rid of they the They might have some stock. extra ones that they need to, <laughs> that they need to push. So. so $75. What are we doing here? Yeah, I do I know Gabrielle know. Moreno is going to be there. Does that involve, as a VIP, Gabby dyeing your hair purple? Because if it, so, yeah, now maybe, maybe we're talking. Maybe, yeah, I, I did see that Gabby Moreno is, is expected to be there. I think, like, sign some autographs, take some pictures. I don't know if VIP is is uh, is part of that or, or gets you into that or, or what, what the deal is there. But, yeah, music performances starting at 7 p.m. this Saturday. The event begins uh, a few hours earlier at 4 p.m. Uh, there are World Series and National League trophy opportunities, photo oh, opportunities. Man. Um, so, I guess, uh, yeah, if you, want, if you want your picture taken with uh, – uh, the 2023 thing doesn't look quite like the 2001 thing, but still cool, right? Uh, still, still a cool thing to have your have your uh, picture Saturday taken. Saturday is the Royal Rumble, Jesse. I won't be anywhere except in front Fair of enough. a TV taking my friend's money. But uh, <laughs> that does sound like a good time. It does also seem like this was kind of thrown together. Uh, pretty hastily because I don't remember hearing about this prior to this. I might have missed it, but yeah, it we might have missed it. I don't know. It just seemed to kind of come together pretty quick, and here it is, you know, this Saturday. So I just wonder if it is a replacement for that 
I mean, it's going to be outside, so you're not going to get to go to Chase Field. It's going to have like food trucks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Valley yeah. favorite food trucks, low rider legacy car show. Oh, that's awesome. For those of you who are into that. Hey, my brother's car will be in there. Baxter and Legends Racers will also be present. So <laughs> I have I have summoned Craig Morgan, <laughs> yes, Max Simpson, yes. Kayla Perkins, and Jacob Franklin uh, that's, to, that's, to be there. That's who. Uh, <laughs> that's where they're going to be. That's perfect. But uh, yeah, if you are a fan, make sure to check that out. Especially if you are missing out on you know Fan Fest and want to go celebrate, I will tell you that you'll be able to be right there in the presence presence of that beautiful national league champions yes, uh, yes. banner that's out front so if gonzo's walking with a limp you'll know why Le- <laughs> legend gonzo that is not maybe actual gonzo if gonzo's there, walking know, with but... a walker you know it's craig morgan underneath <laughs> that mask but uh we do appreciate you guys checking us out of course uh, you can make sure to follow us on twitter i am at cap underscore cape man with a k this absolute maniac next to me is at jesse and friedman the people's producer damon you can get him at damon dog that's d-a-w-g we are damon's dogs Bark, bark bark of course our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but all roads do lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook we thank you guys so much for your time we appreciate you stopping by and remember kids baseball it's fun but it's so much more fun when you get over jt martinez and just accept jorge soler